Have you ever wondered what times of day you should be protecting your skin from the sun? Or what's the best way to protect your skin from potentially harmful UV rays? Stay tuned on this episode of The One in Five as we answer these questions. Hey y'all, welcome to The One in Five, the show for those who want to know how to be healthy, how to stay healthy, and how to promote health in your community. I'm your host, Adam Renshaw, and in today's show, we have Dr. David Mark, and we're going to be talking about skin protection. Welcome, Dr. Mark. Well, thank you. Yeah, so so as time of recording here, we're at the end of May, um, early June, and we're getting ready to move into some really warm months, so I wanted to chat with you uh, about how to care for your skin during summer months or winter months, whatever, too, right? Like sure. all of it. So um, can we just start by you? Let's talk about UV rays to start. Um, explain what UV rays are and how they affect the skin. Yeah, so we're talking about how to protect the skin, how to care for the skin from sun damage and how to, how to avoid some of the damage that comes from exposure to, to the sun. And the sun causes damage to our skin by, like you said, by UV rays, ultraviolet rays. Okay. And there's different kinds of ultraviolet. There's ultraviolet A and ultraviolet B. And those refer to sort of the different wavelengths of, these, of the sun. And what, what those UV rays do is they, you know, they, they can cause damage to the, to the DNA in the skin cells. And, you know, repeated damage over time um, can actually cause those through the, through the DNA damage can cause them to, to become cancerous, you know, cancerous transformation inside those cells. And then you, that's how you develop skin cancer. So really, and what we're trying to avoid is that process. It's okay. called photocarcinogenesis, basically the light causing skin cancer. And, um, and you know, there are diff- those different kinds of UV, the UVA um, within that UVA subtype 2 is a little more potent than subtype 1, but UVB is really the one that's the most potent okay. doing this that causes, you know, sunburns and then irritation and hypersensitivity stuff. But then in the extreme cases, it can cause that transformation into skin cancer. And the UVA it tends to maybe do more da- uh, like sunspots or wrinkles or other damage yeah. to the right. skin. So if it's not quite as potent as okay. causing the skin cancer. So it, but it sure does. Yeah, it can cause all the other stuff that goes on. Okay. Like mentioned. Yeah. So have you have you heard of this thing called the UV index, Doctor Mark? I have, <laughs> and you and and you know, I I I've, I recall hearing about it, and then. I was reminded of it recently in a conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the UV index. Where can we access it? And how do we use this thing? It's this really cool little tool. It is. And it, it's essentially, um, it, it tells us, it gives us a score between, I think, 1 and 10. And um, that basically tells us how potent are the, how, many, how, 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 how dangerous is it outside today? Like, how potent are those UV rays at, um, at affecting my skin. And 10 is really bad, and 1 is not bad at all. Okay. So it, it, it's a nice number that gives you a sense of like, okay, 
boy, I really need to be thinking about skin damage today because it's super sunny out. Sure. Um, or it's super, you know, it's a super bad, uh, you know, sunburn kind of day. And, you know, you, you'll find it all over the place now. Okay. On, on your phone, on your smartphone, you know, weather app, widgets. Weather channel, right? Yeah. Weather channel. Widgets, the weather widgets have it too. Yeah. So you can, you know, and, and the nice thing is you go on, you, you go on your widget, you, f- you look at the UV index, oh, it's a f- six today. And it often then will have some recommendations about, you know, be sure to wear sunscreen, be sure to avoid, you know, being outside, wear, wear protective clothing, stay in the shade. You know, it gives you advice about what nice. to do given the weather and time-wise, too, right? Like, I was noticing yep. um, usually the worst times are between, like, 10 and 4 is what they say, depending on where you're at in, yeah. you, you know, in the United States. So um, so I, I'll go out for a run at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'll slather up yeah. a, a, a sunscreen. Well, I go and look at the UV index, and it's a 1, at eight o'clock in the morning, so I'm, do I not need to wear sunscreen at that time, or is it still a good idea to do so? Let's say I'm not going to go for a two-hour run. Okay, I was going to say it depends, <laughs> it depends how long you go and how slow you go or how fast you go, and you know how long you're going to be out there. But the short answer is the, um, uh, you know, you're at a lower risk when the UV index is lower, but it's not a zero risk. Gotcha. And so, you know, I would say if you're in the habit of slathering up before you go out for a run at eight a.m., keep doing it. Because that's that's just in general going to offer you more protection against um, skin damage from the sun. Sure. In general. Sure. Okay. So we got peak hours of UV avoidance ten to four ish, ten to five ish, depending yep. on where you live. What about if it's a cloudy day, Doctor Mark? Do I need to? I'm good, right? I don't need to put. I don't need. I'm I'm going to go full board on a cloudy day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's a no. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I'm just the, the image of full board. Um, so in general, yeah, you're, that's one of those trick questions. And the answer is, you know, UV rays can even, pen, they can penetrate the clouds. Gotcha. So, you, you know, some, some days we think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, it's just, it's overcast, no big deal, no direct sun. But still those UV rays are coming through the clouds. Okay. And so, um, so your UV index will still be high. And you still want to be protected, particularly during those peak hours of exposure. Gotcha. Okay, so we talked about UV rays, um, the UV index, uh, the peak hours. We talked about cloudy days. Now let's talk about protecting our skin. Sure. Um, first question, though, on this. I, I want to know, are, are people who are fairer skinned at more risk than people who maybe, say, have a little more melanin? Well, you know, th- there's... The, the sort of different skin types are, there's a scale to sort of rank those things. And there are a lot of research done on this question of what is a person's risk given their skin profile. And, um, and the answer is that the, the folks who have lighter or fairer skin tend to have higher risk for bad outcomes with skin exposure, with sun exposure. However, even folks who have the most pigmented and darkest skin still have a risk of skin damage and skin cancer. So okay. it's similar to that question you asked earlier where there's, there's no zero risk. Okay. And so, um, so all of us, regardless of, of skin pigment, do need to pay attention to this, 
topic. Now, that being said, the the folks who have lighter and fairer skin are in a higher risk group, so okay. they especially need to pay attention. Okay. So then how would I go about taking care of my skin um, if I'm going to go outside, let's say during 10 and 4, 10 and 5? What are some things that I can do to protect my skin? Yeah, so the short answer is either wear protective clothing or use sunscreen. Okay. The, the same sort of messages that we know, um, you know, we've heard before. It's just good to be reminded of, you know. And, and the um, there are some really good options now for, for sunscreens that are available. Um, in general, when we talk about sunscreens, there's, there's a couple different types. There's either those that are chemical-based and those that are mineral-based. Uh, slight differences between the two. Um, there's some folks have some concern, you know, maybe particularly with younger kids that the chemical-based um, sunscreens will be absorbed and you could have potentially higher systemic absorption of those things. And if there is some evidence that, that, that that's true to a certain extent, and so to avoid that, or for folks who may have sensitivity to various products, the mineral-based ones, like, like think zinc oxide or think something like that, okay. they don't penetrate into the, into the actual skin itself. And so those have a lower risk of absorption, which can be useful for either small children or for folks who have some you know, sun, you know, sensitive skin and potential allergies. So absorbing into the skin, does that mean it gets into the bloodstream? Is that, well, is that the worry? The theoretical risk is that you could have the, yeah, the systemic absorption. Either it gets into the bloodstream or it gets into the, in, collects in the, in the tissues or in the fat cells. Okay. And does things that we don't want it to do, um, so it's a it's a it's a low risk and but but it's a theoretical risk. So if people are really concerned, yeah, you choose choose a sunscreen that's a mineral based one. Okay. In general, we, we think of with sunscreens, you know, there's a scale, we, the SPF scale, the sun yeah. sun protective factor, sun protection factor, and in general, the you know the higher number, the more protection you get from the sun, and you know we. Basically, you know, they, they go real high. Those numbers go real high. Like SPF 300? <laughs> I, Do they go that high? I haven't seen that, but I've okay. seen, you've certainly seen ones that are 50 and even 100. Okay. Um, but it, a general thumb is, you know, 30 and above are great. Okay. It's going to offer you good protection. And um, the, the, the dermatologist will recommend that if you're going to go on your 8 a.m. run, put on your sunscreen 15 or 20 minutes before you go. Because that allows the, 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 you know, the actual sunscreen to do its thing and to okay. set up and, do, and to provide real protection to your skin. Not two hours before. Just 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. But every two hours, you want to reapply. Why? Okay. Yeah. And that's because it wears off or it loses its potency? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, it basically, it becomes, it, it wears off. And, and, you know, particularly if you're, you know, if you're running and you're sweating. Sweating. Or if you're swimming, you know. Nothing is perfectly waterproof, and nothing's going to stay. So um, generally, it's going to lose its ability to protect your skin after two hours. Okay. Um, I've, I've recently been introduced to this new thing. It's called UPF clothing. Yeah. Ultraviolet protective factor clothing. Yes. And these have these sort of UPF or SPF ratings as well, right? Yes, Talk indeed. to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so basically, the, the UPF tells it just talks about like you said the ability of a, of a garment you know something a hat or, or a shirt or sleeves or shorts whatever to, to protect your skin from some sun damage and um you know so the and a number of things go into the rating that you'll that you'll get based on the, for the upf number 
And, you know, so things like the color, the fabric used, the weave, okay. you know, how waterproof it is, and what happens when it gets wet. All of those things will, will factor into the testing, and, and you, it'll determine the, 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 this protective, the amount of protection it's going to give you. By Interesting. So I think what I'm hearing you say is that all forms of clothing have some sort of UPF factor. Right, it's not some special chemical that they put on these shirts or these sleeves or these pants or something that make them resistant to to you getting a sunburn or sun damage. Right. Right. It's, okay. It's more of like, um, you know, when you think about it, some some kind of clothing is has a tighter knit. Gotcha. And obviously, different colors, you know, are going to cause the you know the the rays to bounce off more or be absorbed more. And so, um, you know, in general, darker fabrics tend to have a higher UPF score than lighter ones. Okay, so the darker fabrics cause the the rays to bounce off, huh? Is that uh it just it it blocks the UV rays better than the the lighter fabrics. That's fascinating. Cuz I I thought it was this novel thing, Dr. Mark. <laughs> like this UPF clothing we created this special clothing now that's that makes you not get a sunburn. It's like but that's just every clothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, we, we're, we're basically, it's, it's a way to quantify, to measure, nice. and describe how protective it's going to be. I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. I was looking at some stuff uh, before we, we came on the air, and man, there's just, it's just a cool way to sell products now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this stuff will protect you from the sun. Like, I'm sold. Let's, yes, let's right. get it now. Yeah. Oh, does that mean I'm going to... F- like sweat so bad. No, they make a lot of these clothings now that are really breathable, yes. really light, right? Yep. So it's not going to, you know, going out for a run with long sleeves isn't going to be a super uncomfortable thing. Sure. Yeah, it anymore. can actually be more comfortable because Correct. you're not you're not getting as hot. For sure. So so clothing good. So that's like sleeves and pants, um sunglasses. Yeah, hats, sunglasses, you got okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Wide-brimmed hats. Sure. You know, the bigger the shade, you know, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Does, let me ask you this. Does going and sitting under a tree protect me? That's a great question. And the answer is, yeah, it does. So if you okay. can be completely shaded, you know, and, and in shade, not because there's clouds covering the sun, which okay. again, as we've <laughs> talked about, it's not real protection, but if you're completely shaded in, you know, uh, then yeah, that's actually protection. Awesome. Good news. Okay. So what if I've, sort of blown it and I've been out in the sun. I didn't have the sunscreen on. I didn't have the protective clothing on or the wide brim hat or the sunglasses. Um, and I start to see some spots appear on my skin, maybe even some moles. What, what's the deal with moles? Why do I need to be aware of like these spots or these things on my skin? Is, is that the start of cancer? Well, it, it can be is the short answer. And, you know, moles, don't, not always. We, we, we have moles for lots of reasons. But, um, uh, you know, it is worth paying attention to moles that you have on your skin because um, there are certain features um, that you need to pay attention to. And if you see those things, you really want to go get checked. So if you notice that a mole is growing or changing shape, if it become if it starts to become itchy or bleeding, if the if it's really irregularly shaped, um, you know, strange looking borders. Um, if it's got if it's got parts of it that really look dark and others look really light, so it's not all it's not a uniform color um, or shape. Those are all all reasons that really should should prompt you to go get it checked. Okay, and um, 
you know, that better safe than sorry. It may be totally benign, but it's always, but it could be, it could signal the start of, yeah, an early skin cancer. Okay. You want to check, the, the name of the game with skin cancer is finding it early as quickly as, you know, as, and getting it taken care of as soon as possible. What does getting it taken care of mean? If you find it early, does that mean it, it might not blow up into a really bad sort of skin cancer that you die from you can treat it sometimes yeah so so again the name of the game with a lot of cancers is early detection often means that it can be treated and taken care of and in the case of of different there are different types of skin cancers and um uh that can be treated uh and it's better to treat it early than late okay before it spreads well, god forbid absolutely but i also read too that certain people might be at higher risks who take certain medications so is, can you talk a little bit about that or is that something that's just really dependent on what medications you're taking? Yeah, there's a lot of different kind of medicines that, that cause your skin to be more photosensitive. Okay. And um, some of those are, are chronic medicines that people are on for a long period of time. Some of them are for a shorter period of time, like an antibiotic that you're okay. only taking for a, a little while. So, it's, it, so it is important if you're taking medications to have an understanding of will this type of medicine um, – make it more likely that I'm going to get damaged to my skin okay. or have a reaction in the sun. And, and if so, I, because that'll, that'll help really remind you to take real good precautions. Okay. Interestingly, I have a spot on my, um, on the side of my head and I saw a dermatologist and he said, Oh, it's kind of rough and it's red and it's probably looking like it's a precancer. So we're going to want to go ahead and give you these two creams. Mm-hmm. And then you mix them together, and then you just apply really lightly on there. Uh, but be really careful because it makes you more photosensitive. <laughs> and I thought, that's really ironic. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that I'm supposed to rub this stuff on my skin to help prevent skin cancer, but it's going to make me more photosensitive. So, yep, yep. But that's super common, huh? Sure. You know, different medicines will do that. And, and, um, and yeah, so you may have to... for. For the period of time you're using a given medicine, be extra careful. Yeah, it was a really short period for yeah. this one, like three, four or five days or something. So, okay, cool. So we need to monitor sunspots. We need to monitor moles. Yes. We need to be aware of that. If we detect earlier, there's a better chance that um, we can treat Absolutely. whatever it is. So, um, okay. So I've still been blowing it and I'm, I'm getting not only these sunspots and some moles, but I got a really bad sunburn. <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a pretty common common complaint. And, you know, sunburns are, are super common because, um, yeah, oftentimes we do forget to apply uh, whatever protective factors that we should. So, you know, the, the, there's lots of things to do. You know, you, you can... Aloe vera and other topical um, skin products are really useful at taking away the pain and, and okay. helping it feel a lot better. Keeping it moist is really good, so staying well hydrated helps. Um, you know, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory meds like Tylenol or ibuprofen, those are great if it's really painful. Um, staying out of the sun, you know, don't, don't get it more burned. That, okay. That's really useful. Don't don't just double up. You say I blew it, so I'm just going to go gonna up. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So that's a no. That's a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in those cases where your your sunburn is bad enough that you're having you know blistering of your skin, don't pop those blisters. Let them. Oh, heal. really? Let them heal. You bet. Um, does that make you more? 
prone to getting cancer if you pop those blisters? No, but it certainly could increase your risk of getting an infection. Okay. Skin. Yeah. So, uh, okay. um, yeah. So, and then indoor, and then time will. You know, you're thankfully, generally, we heal quite well from from sunburns. Okay. So, aloe vera it has a soothing factor. Yes. Does it have a healing factor? Uh, I, it's not clear that it's proven to be healing, but it's been used in for you know in so many different parts of the world for so long that okay. then there's no downside to it. Okay. Yeah. It's a great product. I have one more question for you, and then we can be done. Is there any difference between winter UV radiation and summer UV radiation? In other words, I'm not so cognizant about going out in the winter with sunscreen. Should I be? You should, yeah, because, <laughs> you know, and then especially so if you're out in, in a snow or ice environment. With the reflective? Reflective UV, yeah. Okay. So, snow um, or puddles even, right, sure, can be sure. reflective. Yep. Oh, boy. So, so I, I mean, l- let's just do this then. Key takeaways. Um, winter and summer, there's no difference. Guys, you gotta you gotta uh, put your SPF on. You gotta put your sunscreen on. You gotta cover up. Good thing for winter, you're probably more likely to cover up in the winter because it's cold, right? You, yes, that's absolutely. So you're wearing more of that uh, tight weaved fabric. So UV rays, um, they affect the skin. They can cause cancer um, with repeated exposure. Um, I want to remind you here, key takeaway number two, about the UV index, which you can find on, I think in America, the weather channel is the one that really has the the the, um, the UV index. You can log into any one of your weather channel apps or go to weatherchannel.com and, and uh, or, um, yeah, any one of your apps, and then you should be able to access that. One to 10 on the UV index, one is good, 10 is bad, Peak hours about 10 to 4, so uh, lather up between that time. Uh, To protect our skin, um, we can wear clothing, we can find shade, we can wear hats, we can wear sunglasses, and we can wear sunscreen, Um, and all of these will help protect us from that, those UV rays that can cause cancer, Um, and if you get a sunburn, uh, rub some aloe on it and uh, avoid the sun. So, awesome. That was great. Was that a good summary of what we talked about, Dr. Mark? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you all for tuning in to this episode of The One in Five, and uh, protect yourself as we're moving into the hotter months. Enjoy the summer. Thanks for listening to this One in Five episode about sun safety. Remember to check that UV index before you head out for long periods in the sun. We started this show to bring clarity to complicated health issues. If you know someone who would benefit from this or any of our episodes, would you share it with them? Stay tuned. We have more helpful conversations about health coming your way.